a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Lee Lonsberry. Hey, welcome back to the program. We're wrapping up the one o'clock hour with a fascinating conversation. Uh, I was looking over uh, some of the stories covered on uh, KSL television just yesterday, and one of them that I encountered was a very simple question with a quasi-complex answer. Uh, And of course, it was brought to us by uh, Matt Gephardt. Let me tell you one thing, uh, just a little aside. uh, Hopefully, he won't blush. Uh, I've told you, and we've talked a number of times about uh, my next professional step uh, I'm going to be here on KSL News Radio uh, only for the next little while. Come next Friday, uh, you and I will uh, will say goodbye, and it'll be uh, a turn for someone else to spend these few hours together with you in the afternoons. I'll, I'll miss you. It's been a wonderful, beautiful year and a half we've had here together, but uh, I'll be uh, saying goodbye. Uh, one of the folks I'll, I'll well, I'm going to miss everyone here at KSL News. Uh, radio and television, the other platforms here at Broadcast House. But uh, but these conversations where uh, where Matt Gephardt comes here in studio, we dig into who is investigative reporting. They're always great questions, and he always finds uh, fascinating information. So, uh, you know, be sure to, to follow him. I think the kid's going places. <laughs> and, uh, thanks, Lee. Uh, anyway, I'll miss so, you too, pal. Well, thanks a lot, man. Uh, one of those fascinating questions that you ask uh, and ultimately dig up uh, great and informative answers is this. Can your boss fire you for refusing to get vaccinated for COVID-19? Can your boss fire you for refusing to get uh, vaccinated for COVID-19? What would you find out? The answer to that is yes, or maybe, probably, sort of, or no. Not so black and white. It really isn't black and white at all. It kind of depends on what job you have and, uh, and, and for whom you do it. Sure. Where, where can an employer compel an employee to get the vaccine or else terminate their employment. So, yeah, basically there's no rule federally or locally that says a private company can't have a policy that says uh, in order to – as a condition of employment, you have to have a vaccine or specifically the COVID-19 vaccine. There's nothing that prohibits that. So it's possible. Nothing that prohibits that. And and it's been commonplace in things like the medical industry, right? So um, almost all of the major hospitals that you see around the country and here in Utah say that doctors, nurses, janitors, what have you that work in in these medical facilities have to get the flu shot every year. Um, And and that's just a condition of employment. You haven't seen it a lot in the private sector, but now where an outbreak of COVID could cripple a restaurant, could cripple a – you you may see some people starting to adjust their policies. We have seen – there was a a kind of one that went viral out of New York City where a a woman uh, was not comfortable getting the the vaccine because she was trying to get pregnant and her boss was a restaurateur and basically said it's a condition of employment to continue working here. It's company policy. So the answer generally speaking is yes – your boss can fire you. However, there are some exceptions. And one of those happened here in Utah just last week 
where the state of Utah, uh, a law was passed by Representative Spend Love out of Sandy, and uh, it was signed just last week by uh, by Governor Cox that says that public employees mm. are not going to be forced. You, you you cannot create a rule for any public employee. So we're talking about teachers, janitors, uh, UDOT, snowplow drivers, et cetera. Uh, any public employee. If there's a .gov at the end of your email address, <laughs> there you, go. you can't be compelled to get a vaccine. <laughs> exactly right. And so, um, yeah, or if, if, if your company vehicle is insured by the state of Utah. Uh, so, yeah, so it, you can't be compelled to get a vaccine, uh, specifically, I should say, a COVID-19 vaccine um, that is that was put into place. And there was a lot of kind of wonky language in there having to do with the fact that this is not actually FDA approved yet. It's emergency mm. use FDA approved. So it, it could, you know, if eventually this, these vaccines become fully FDA approved, um, there was some there was some uh, leeway in there for it to kind of possibly be, be OK to get required. But for now, in the state of Utah, you can't do that. Other important exceptions. Um, if you are somebody who has a medical disability where getting a vaccine could be bad for you, you are that is part of federal law. That's part of the Americans with Disabilities Act just uh, on over the weekend, this past weekend, the EEOC went came out and clarified their language and really kind of doubled down saying, um, no, you can't fire somebody who's got some sort of medical disability where a COVID vaccine could amplify things. And then the other one is um, somebody who has a firmly held religious belief against getting it. So if you say huh. it's against your religion to go get a COVID-19 vaccine or any vaccine, then uh, you cannot be forced to do so for employment. How, how rigorous, and I apologize if I'm asking something, uh, it wasn't part of your research, but how, how rigorous is the, the process? Process for demonstrating it being a, a a firmly held religious belief. That's a good question, and I don't know the answer. Um, I I did I asked a, an employment attorney, could I just say, yeah. I have a firmly held religious belief, uh, and and her answer was, well, there's more to it than that, but we really didn't go down that rabbit hole much. I see. Um, it, it, it's kind of. As 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 many things with faith, it's hard to uh, litigate what's in somebody's yeah. mind and heart. You know? Exactly right. Uh, you, you brought up something interesting a moment ago, and if I'm honest, I have kind of put off uh, this investigation myself. And it is the difference between a conventionally FDA approved uh, X item yeah. compared to the emergency approval that all of these vaccines that are currently finding their way uh, into the arms of Americans and Utahns uh, currently enjoy, which is the emergency uh, the emergency use yeah. uh, authorization. Can you and I, this is certainly outside of the scope of your investigation, but have you stumbled into uh, where these vaccines stand currently on on receiving the full authorization? Uh, only that they're continuing to work along and that there's yeah. – I mean most vaccines and, and I have done some reporting on this uh, early on as they were – this best back in December when they were looking at emergency use. Most injections, most vaccines, most anything that becomes FDA approved, be it uh, you know uh, Viagra to, to vaccines, sure. um, it doesn't get approved in a year. Uh, it gets approved over the course of usually several years right. uh, with lots of kind of slow-moving studies and slow-moving tests. And so um, the answer is it's continuing to move along and it's continuing in that process. And thus far, it appears that it's well on its way there because we're just not seeing the kind of reports I think we probably would be seeing. This is you know my conjecture. Sure. Here, but, but the kind of reports we would be seeing if there were some major issues with these things. Who knows what will come down the line, of course. Um, but that, that's the, the – the who knows what will come down the line – is the kind of thing that the FDA is still working on. And until they know that after a couple years of data, um, that's when you could expect, I suppose, full FDA approval. Fascinating. Uh, Matt Gephardt, thank you so much for uh, your conversation here today. Again, the question you asked 
uh, was, can your boss fire you for refusing to get vaccinated? And the answer is not that black and white. For the most part in the private sector, the answer is yes. Uh, and uh, for a full uh, report and to hear exactly what uh, Matt Gephardt was able to uncover, make your way over to KSL.com. The article is Gephardt, can your boss fire you for refusing to get vaccinated? Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson. And unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.